Hey everyone, James Wallace here from Digital Simple. Uh, another podcast with you. I'm actually uh, recording this one with Billy again from the last one. Uh, he works for BJM Property. This one's one that I'm, uh, I'm quite passionate about. Really, really excited to be recording this. It's about being young in business um, and taking the complication away from it. Because I think it's something that a lot of people uh, stress over. They massively, massively um, blow up the importance of it. And so, yeah, we're going to go over a few key points that we've both found about being sort of younger in business. Billy, how old are you? Uh, I'm currently 24. 24, cool. And I'm 21. Um, so, yeah, I guess we've got a, a bit of an interesting perspective on it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to crack straight into it. The, um, the first thing that I really wanted to touch on um, with being young and being in a sort of business environment or anything like that is that I really don't think anybody actually cares as much as you do. Um, I think that a lot of people feel, and I, I remember this vividly back when um, I was working for MediaWorks and selling radio advertising, I would not get deals and then blame myself being 19 as the reason that I didn't get the deal. Whereas being realistic probably didn't have anything to do with that. It was probably one of a million other possibilities. Um, yeah, I really, I don't know what your opinion on this is, Billy, but I really don't think it's a disadvantage at all. Why Why don't you think anyone cares? In the B2B, why don't you think um, people care? My, my biggest philosophy, right, is I think what people want is solutions to their problems. And I think that if you have a solution to somebody's problem, they don't care if you're 21, they don't care about anything, all they care about is their problem being solved. I think that's the most important part. And that's something that I didn't know when I first started out. And if I was to go back and do it again, I wouldn't know. And I think I'd be a whole lot better off as a result. Lots of people told me it, um, but, you know, I didn't listen. Um, so that, that's quite a key point. Like, yeah, it's, it's just all about solving problems for people. And if you're the solution um, and you can provide someone a positive return on investment, they don't care where they're spending their money. Yeah, that's right. I know you've done, you've had, uh, spent a lot of time door knocking. Yeah. How old were you when you were doing the door knocking for that? Uh, 18, 18 for most of it, sort of the first nine months. In the last three months, I was 19. What was the sort of response from those people when you were knocking on those doors at that young age? Did you ever feel, did you feel the same way um, in that job? Actually, honestly, um, a lot of the people I worked with were a lot older than me, um, but that's kind of how it's been like, back since I was, you know, 15 and working in a kitchen, that kind of thing. They were all grown-ups then as well. Um, I, for some reason, created this whole being too young thing when I started working in the B2B world, whereas when it was like B2C and I was just running around knocking on doors, I didn't view myself as being too young for that at all. Mm. Um, but I guess I kind of knew then that I, it was a part of something bigger. And so I think when I first started working more corporately, that's when I kind of blew it up and came up with this idea. Yeah. Whereas like when I was doing door to door, it was kind of just a means to get to that point. Um, and because of that, it just, it, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Um, I do think it's something that is first suggested to you as well. It's probably a key point. Like I remember um, one of my managers saying, you know, when I left, come back when you can grow some facial hair. Um, and <laughs> I still can't grow facial hair just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> that's not right. You know, like that's not why things didn't go as well as they could have. They didn't go as well as they could have because I didn't make enough cold calls. I didn't, I wasn't confident enough. I didn't close enough deals. I didn't have a big enough pipeline. 
Um, and if I'd had all of those things, I could have not only been successful, but probably been one of the best people at it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, the reason why I touch on the door knocking now, I know you were working for someone, right? When I, cause I'm in real estate and when I went out and first started my business and started knocking on doors, yeah, it was still B to C. Um, I did, I did have the impression of, Oh God, you know, I'm, I'm freaking 20 years old asking to buy people's houses. You know, what are they, what are they going to think of this? This is going to be ridiculous. But my res the response that I got was actually really, really positive. People were like so stoked that, it, that I was out beating the streets on a winter's night, you know, trying to find deals. Um, so that was really surprising. Yeah, no, I understand that. I think, um, I think where the difference between me and you there comes in is because like I was signing people up for a power company. You know, whereas I think it's much easier to create that mental hurdle when you're, you know, when you're talking about bigger scale things like buying a house and that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. That makes that makes sense now that you've said that. Um, but in saying that, like, I, I understand the whole door to door thing. Like, people, whenever I've ever said to someone that I've done door to door sales, they're like, that must be the toughest job. But there's like a real beauty in, in that whole like that dirt element of it. And like, you know, it's raining on you. You got two jackets on. Hands are frozen solid. Um, yeah, I think that's quite good for your perspective and that sort of thing long term. Yeah. 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 So how old were you when you when you launched your business? Uh, 21. So my, my actual company that I own now, yeah. 21 when I launched it. Um, and it's really funny, as, as I've kind of learned these things along the way, like I don't think I'll ever be asked how old I am again um, since, you know, I've probably only had it once or twice along the way. Um, but I think, I don't even think people think about it if you tick all the other boxes and that kind of stuff as well. Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still of the belief kind of still staying on the same point that I just don't really think people care that much. Um, we've jotted down a few key points um, of little ways that I think that can help people can make it a little bit easier. One thing that I've really noticed that's helped me a lot um, with, with being young and, and being in this sort of environment is understanding the importance of speaking with authority um, and it's not telling people what to do, but it's more about, you know, the way that you articulate yourself, um, speaking really clearly and confidently, I think has helped me kind of overcome that. Um, Cause I've always noticed, you know, when people are trying to sell me something or when I'm doing a deal with someone, if they seem nervous and shaky, I then feel unsettled and nervous and shaky as well. And I think that's when people kind of start thinking, oh, how old is this guy? How experienced is he? How many times has he done this? Whereas if someone, seems confident and clear in what they're doing you are much less likely to jump to that and even think about it at all yeah absolutely yeah. and with you know being the authoritative figure you know it's if you're in a sales position it's really important to take the lead mm. take the lead but still have the ability to listen because you've got guys that have been in the game for so many years they think they know it all mm -hmm. i've been doing this for 20 30 years and they just talk 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 yeah it's more most important just to listen but also take the lead and yeah. you know cater to your clients wants and needs really yeah absolutely absolutely little things like making eye contact um and then obviously with that whole taking the lead thing like it's exactly the same as if you're trying to pick up a girl like you've got to show them the way um, and how how they can sort of begin to get things going with you, um, as well as understanding their wants and needs and providing those. Because if you don't do that, you're not solving a problem and they're not going to want to do a deal with you, whether you're 100 or 12. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah. And the key is to solve the problem at the end of the day. And it doesn't yeah. matter how young, how old, how long you've been in the game, yeah. um, they'll come back to you. 
Yeah. I think another thing that I've noticed along the way that's um, that's huge is like you, you're never going to win them all. And, um, and this is probably something where I got a little bit caught up on earlier in my career is taking things really personally when people didn't want to do business with me. And I think when you handle things immaturely, it makes you seem young, you know, um, having that, that confidence, that certainty, understanding that you're not going to do a deal with everybody, um, that will help you kind of get past that hurdle initially. And that will stop the excuses even coming into your head in the first place. Cause it's really easy to trip up when, you know, when you miss a deal that you're looking forward to, your pipeline's looking small, everything's like the pressure's on, then to turn around and be like, nah, it's because I'm young. And that sort of becomes part of your persona and the way that you hold yourself and your confidence takes a little bit of a hit every time you make an excuse for yourself. Yeah. Whereas when there's no excuses, you really have nothing to fear because it's all, you're fully accountable, you're free, there's no problems around that. And I think when you're younger, you actually have a competitive advantage when yeah. you get turned down, right? Like it just adds fuel to the fire. Yeah, yeah. I, like I have a bit of a chip. It's probably not to a um, to a fault yet, but like you know, I have the ability. Being 21, I've got no kids, nothing like that. I can work from you know 7:30, 8 in the morning until midnight, go to sleep and wake up and feel good the next day. Whereas you know, if you're 55. And you know, you've got kids to look after at night, you've got that sort of stuff going on. You can't, you don't have the legs for that and you don't need to either. Um, so almost like flipping it and using it as a strength can be a good way to think about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree on hundred percent. Yeah. So I kind of touched on this before. Like, I think it's highly likely if you're battling or you're uh, not having all the success in the world right now and you think it's your age that it's not. Um, and I think gaining some perspective and really thinking about what the actual problems are, being really honest with yourself as well and, and thinking, okay, I, I'm blaming this on my age right now, but am I doing every other thing perfectly to get myself ahead or am I missing out on a bunch of those um, and then just letting this fall back on my age? Because as I mentioned before, like true freedom and confidence and all that kind of stuff comes with accountability um, and understanding where your strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. Yep, that's right. And I mean, most businesses these days, you know, online e-com, you don't even have to get in front of everyone. Mm. I mean, if you just understand simple business mannerisms, turning up on time, you know, being polite over email, um, doing what you said you would, um, it really can, you know, it's not going to hurt. Yeah, it's funny how much you stand out when you do things like that as well. Um, there's that old common sense isn't common. Like those, those kind of things seem so logical to some people um, and like the bare minimums, but then they're a stretch to others. So just by making sure that you implement the simple things, you'll, you know, you'll definitely have some good things. Um, one tip that I've got, um, and this is something that I, I'm a firm, firm believer in, is I've always, um, always been – so I, I put uh, blaming being young down to a lack of confidence really at its base. And I've always, uh, since since early on, even back in door to door days, been a real big advocate in just buying some new like uh, like clothes for work or whatever, dressing up real nice, getting your hair cut, just to boost your confidence up if you need it. Like never underestimate the return on investment of a new suit, because those little things like that, if it makes you feel a little bit better, you've got a bit more of a spring in your step. That could be the difference between you know closing two three deals then it's paid for itself already. Um, and then those two, three deals and the momentum that they'll build 
could learn it lead to a whole bunch more as well. Yeah. Um, so like little things like that can make a huge difference. You've got to understand what makes you tick, what makes you feel good. Um, and make sure that you do keep your confidence high, um, steer clear of excuses like that. And that will definitely help you out too. Yeah. When I, it was probably about 12 months ago when I was real deep into the whole Grant Cardone, invest in yourself, yep. spare no dime. I, um, it was time for me to get some business cards mm -hmm. and I talked to my designer and she's like, what do you want? And I was like, look, here's my age excuse, lack of experience excuse. I want to have a billion dollar portfolio. I want to be perceived as a billion dollar property investor, you know, mm -hmm. shooting for the absolute top. I want a business card that perceives me to be worth a billion dollars. Yeah. And she's like, well, well, how much do you want to spend? I said, just a million bucks. I don't care how much it costs. Mm -hmm. And we got these awesome business cards made and I'm still having them today. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. But every time I hand them over, I, they always comment to me, much like your suit. Yeah. I'm vested in my business cards and it was something to leave with the client. And to this day, I go back to their houses and you see them, you know, pinned up. And it's just something, something really awesome that worked for me, helped my confidence. And because, um, you know, you say, you have people say, don't, you don't need to have fancy business cards. I disagree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, I actually had this conversation with a client of mine the other day and he's like, what would you spend on a business card? And I was like, look, if I had the best business card in the world, I'd probably spend five bucks a card on it and like get a hundred of them. You know, like it's not, and actually I've just, I've just approved the quote for my business cards today and I'm getting like little bits of glass embossed in the, the light bulb, my logo, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Because there's a philosophy I follow really, really um, through to my core, which is how you do something is how you do everything. Um, and the suits thing comes into that, you know, if you're dressed well, you've obviously taken a lot of pride in getting your, you know, your business cards done up, your website looks great, you speak well, you articulate yourself, you hold yourself well, you make eye contact, all of those things come together and like that's where people will trust in you and they can just see that you do things well, you take a lot of pride in what you do, they know that their business is in safe hands as a result of that. Yeah, get fancy but hold your substance get fancy yeah but then also like like uh not too fancy at the no. same time you know, fancy in the right places um like investing in your business and in yourself is smart um but you know you've also there's that old gary v like you know you should be willing to drag a chair on the bus home if you've got no money and you really need to get some stuff done um you've got to maintain that humility because that really is super important um i think there's a really fine line between confidence and being proud and just being a bit of a dick. So mm. it's also about sort of running that too. Um, and yet reiterating on it, this is the number one point of this whole thing is I really genuinely think all people want is solutions to their problems. Um, and once you solve problems and you make that your number one focus, I don't think any of these like I'm young, I'm anything is a problem for you anymore. Um, because people really, all they are fundamentally after is a solution to the problem that I've got. Um, and everyone's got problems. That makes selling really easy. Like if all you focus on is solving a problem, it really simplifies the whole process. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, they, they talk that whole, I've got the gift of the gab. I could sell ice to Eskimos, but you put them in a room and all they do is talk. They don't listen. They don't solve any problems. And then you can come in and say 20 words and sign a deal. Yeah. So it's, it's about, it's about really understanding what the people you want to deal with are after. Um, and in turn, you'll win. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, do you have any other key points about that? We've covered quite a bit to do with this. Um, anything that you think's really helped you along the way with, with, you know, being younger and, and obviously still being young in the business space. 
Anything that you've sort of noticed? Any trends? Uh, what I would say is link up, link up with the big guys, link up with the big dollars mm-hmm. in your space and in your industry. Go out with them, conduct business with them, be seen with them, and that helps your credibility. Yeah, of uh, course. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, get get in front of those guys, get with them, and that can really you know boost your persona and mm. your field. Yeah, I would say the number one thing that um that that you will run into, and I really like using the word credibility, is that credibility, um, and that is something that's important to focus on. Um, that's completely different to being young because it's really easy to be young and credible. Um, but by doing things like associating yourself with the right people um, and obviously taking a lot of pride in the actual work that you conduct, um, I do believe that's that's a really easy thing to do. Um, look, this has been a real cool podcast. I've talked a lot. Um, but yeah, I hope if this goes out to somebody, they are young, maybe something like that. Uh, they're going through some stuff that they're not really feeling 100% about where they're at at the moment. This will kind of help them. That's, I guess, the number one um number one focus for all of these podcasts. Um, you know, it really is simple to overcome stuff like this um, and then sort of look forward and try to take on some bigger problems in the future. Um, any questions, uh, me and Billy's details are both available pretty much everywhere. Um, so feel free to get in touch with either of us personally. Um, I'm sure you, I know I definitely would, would be happy to help someone out if they had a question or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Uh, aside from that, another episode down, which is fantastic. Um, Yeah, as I said, any questions, reach out. Aside from that, thank you very much for listening. Cheers.